uh, first of all, I just want to say thank you for all the people that's listening and chiming in. You didn't have to do it, but you did it anyway. So I appreciate you doing that. Hopefully that way, if we can learn how to agree to disagree, and we can live like people. When I make the hard topics, I say the hard things, I make the thing itch scratch. So if your itch is not scratching, and you're scratching on the itch, maybe you need to look yourself in the mirror. So I'm not here for no drama. I'm not here for no nothing. Just to learn, 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 and edify. This is from learning situations only. So I'm not here to get anybody's hairs up. So, again, thank you. And hopefully we can agree to disagree. I'm about to get on their ass this time. I'm about to get on their wrong. The police could kill a man on camera and get qualified immunity. And I'm tired of beefing with my own kind. I'm trying to find some unity. Tired of the foolery. The system abusing me. I gotta ride with the tool of me. This shit ain't cool to me. But I'll be damned if I let you niggas make a fool of me. So I keep two on me. Uh, I done came a long way from the block with breakdowns. Finally opened my eyes when I had my daughter. Got tired of them shakedowns. The way I survived the game is still pain in my heart. I got a lot to say now. And I'ma show my whole ass on these motherfuckers. I ain't about to play around. Whatever happened to freedom of speech, cause they telling niggas what to say now. When guilty ass don't wanna hear the truth, try to act offended, shit pitiful. If I was you, I'd be miserable. This war we fighting is spiritual. In other words, I'm doing God's work when I turn thoughts into artwork. My words fly like darts work, specifically designed to hit the target. They don't even wanna teach history the way it's meant to be because the shit is heartless. I might not change the world, but it's a chance I can spark the brain that's gonna get it started. Many die for me to walk like this, for me to talk like this, but the peace to Marcus. Got my eyes behind the scope, and I ain't taking number headshots. I got great aim, but my four five still came with a red dot. I got in this game, and I put this bitch in the headlock. Are country after country experiencing sudden, unexpected deaths? Question. I'll, I'll throw it out to you. You let me know your thoughts on this. Well, now we can add Germany to this list. Germany, excess deaths up 19%, according to the most recent data. Uh, Vice President, parliamentary vice president, calling for an investigation now into deaths and damages after the pathologists who examined these bodies at autopsy all said, hey, 30% of them all had one thing in common. He's saying that he's a doctor, he's a pathologist in Germany, they're calling for a parliamentary investigation. Watch this German news report. Kunden der deutlichen Übersterblichkeit und auch Bundestagsvize Wolfgang Kubicki will es jetzt wissen. Im Interview mit der Welt fordert er jetzt eine Obduktion und Überprüfung von Todesfällen nach der Corona-Impfung. Kubicki bezieht sich dabei auf eine Studie von Heidelberger Pathologen Peter Schirmacher, der herausgefunden hatte, dass bei 30 Prozent aller von ihm untersuchten Fälle die Impfung die Todesursache gewesen sei. So that's what the pathologist is saying, he's a doctor. So we're seeing this across the board now, we should probably maybe look into this and have an actual investigation, allow, be allowed to freaking talk about it. Censorship, baby, not allowed to talk about it. Do a Google search, go to Yahoo News, try to do searches, you can't find it. 
it's suppressed, that's why. German badass Christine Anderson wants answers for her country and Europe and the world. She's a member of European Parliament from Germany. She asks this question. When these vaccines became available, we were promised it would prevent contraction and transmission of COVID-19. All governments around the world, EU Commission, everyone, basically repeated that, began harassing and intimidating people so they would take that promised game changer. Well, turns out it was fake news, wasn't it? Somebody lied, and I want to know who lied. In 21, that the Department of Health and Human Services of the United States launched a program called the COVID-19 Community Court. And over $13 billion was spent, in a sense, as a government bribe to medical organizations, including the associations of pediatrics, of centers and gynecology, uh, various churches, uh, the National Football League, Hollywood. So people have been, in a sense, bribed by governments to support these vaccines. And doctors now are willfully blind to COVID-19 vaccines, uh, injuries, disabilities, and deaths. Each and every patient should trust their own instincts. If they were fine before the vaccine and now they've developed a problem, more likely than not, the problem is due to the vaccines and not due to some other problem that's being uh, ascribed by doctors or hospitals or or nurses or others that are, are coming into contact with patients. In clinical science, we're conservative, and we assume that the new product, the new vaccine, is the cause of the problem. We never discount it. Thank you very much. I'm sick of this, y'all. Listen at this man talk about a new motherfucking variant. They come talking about some bullshit. Well, listen at this shit. It's supposed to be... Listen. Quickly rising right here in this country, that Omicron subvariant XBB. What the fuck is XBZBB? First, the strain has increased sevenfold in just two weeks. One peer-reviewed study suggesting the strain is resistant to COVID boosters from prior infections. Scientists also found the key antibody treatments were ineffective in fighting. What? I'm sick of this shit. What the fuck is even an XBB? They always coming up with some new strain variants, and now they gonna come with a vaccine. Let me guess, they gonna have a goddamn vaccine in a month. This shit is getting out, motherfucking ranger. I'm sick of this shit. The untold story of American white supremacy. I mean, I, I just, I just read about the Indian land grab, and I'm like, my gosh, man, good lord. No wonder we don't want to teach the truth. No wonder we don't want to teach the truth because that means we've got to look people in the face and say our forefathers were the worst people in the history of mankind. The things that they did, that manifest destiny, that kind of mentality has been atrocious. What we have done, what we have done to the African-Americans. The estimated number of wealth that came from slavery, from free labor, and that's what it was. And they estimate that the, that the amount of money that came from slavery was around $24 trillion. You can't even grasp that much money. 
The average person has a hard time grasping what a billion dollars is. A trillion. Holy shit. And a lot of people don't want to admit the truth because a lot of people also are scared that what happens if I'm, I'm going to jump in this tomorrow. But I came away believing that the leadership of the Christian right cruelly manipulates the despair of its followers and poses a danger to our open society. Dr. James Luther Adams, my ethics professor at Harvard Divinity School, told us that when we were his age, he was then close to 80, we would all be fighting the Christian fascists. The warning given to me more than three decades ago came in a moment Pat Robertson and other radio and tele-evangelists began speaking about a new political religion that would direct its efforts at taking control of all institutions, including mainstream denominations and finally the government. Its stated goal was to use the United States to create a global Christian empire. It was hard at the time to take such fantastic rhetoric seriously, especially given the buffoonish quality of those who expounded it. But Adams warned us against the blindness caused by intellectual snobbery. The fascists, he said, were not going to return with brown shirts. Their ideological heirs would wrap fascism in the Christian cross and the American flag and hold mass recitations of the Pledge of Allegiance. Adams saw in the Christian right long before we did disturbing similarities with the German Christian church. Similarities that he said would, in the event of prolonged social instability accompanied by economic decline, see American fascists under the guise of religion rise to dismantle the open society. He despaired of liberals who, he said, as in Nazi Germany, mouthed platitudes about dialogue and inclusiveness that made them ineffectual and impotent. Liberals, he said, did not understand the power and allure of evil, nor the cold reality of how the world worked. Like Bonhoeffer, he did not believe that those who would fight effectively in coming times of turmoil, a fight that for him was a fundamental part of the biblical call, would come from the church or the liberal secular elite. Adams told us to watch closely what the Christian right did to ethnic and religious minorities, as well as those who did not adhere to rigid sexual stereotypes. He watched the Nazis use moral quote-unquote values to launch state repression of opponents. Hitler, days after he took power in 1933, imposed a ban on all homosexual and lesbian organizations. He ordered raids on places where homosexuals uh, gathered, culminating with the ransacking of the Institute for Sexual Science in Berlin. Thousands of volumes from the Institute's library were tossed into a bonfire. The assault was cheered by the German churches. Adams said that the GBLTQ community, Muslims, immigrants, and poor people of color would be the first deviants singled out by the Christian right. But we would be the next. I remember thinking his warning was perhaps too apocalyptic. But nearly four decades later, the power brokers in the Christian right have moved from the fringes of society to the floor of the House of Representatives and the Senate, the White House, the Judiciary, and major government departments. Hey, y'all. This is Fade. Hey, man. 
I got something I want y'all to listen to. Hmm. It's kind of funny, but I really, why I stopped this is, I want y'all, when he, what he's talking about right now, you remember, I guess some of the older people will understand or listen to, you remember back in the days when we were watching TV or in the book, that the judge and Britain and all them, they put them little wigs and stuff on their heads, when they was in, you know how a judge used to put they, them wigs on their head with the long ponytails and stuff like that. I know some of us old school people, we, we seen that in, in, in television land and stuff like that when we was growing up, right? And some of it, I think they, I don't know if they still do it in Britain and stuff like that. But my man spoke some stuff on here that tripped me out, y'all, about the wigs that the um, um, judges put on their head when they listening to people cases and stuff like this. You know, I thought it was interesting and I wanted to share it with y'all. Wearing it in court, okay? This wig, this artificial wig is not there as a substitute for your hair. It is there and ask any religious person, it's there to hide your wicked thoughts or their wicked thoughts from our creator because no man can stand judgment over another so in order to do that they put the wig on so God may not see their wicked thoughts as absurd as it is that's what they believe that's why they would change words like creator to God because God is not a creator it's a creation of man the word is creator, and this is creation. We live in creation, irrespective of whether that's of a principle of evolution or not. We're dealing with a creator and creation. So they put this on because they're about to play, and I know it looks comical, and ladies and gentlemen, it is comical. So why should you tolerate this? So if I'm wearing this, I'm essentially hiding my thoughts from my creator for the ills that I'm going to do you. And sometimes when you don't see the judges wearing these things, you will find on top of where they are, there's a canopy. And that canopy acts as a way that the wig does. The clerks and the courts are run by the church on church lands, has Northampton county court is but it's not a county court it's a business center pretending and it's on church lands when you go into court what do they ask you to do take your cap off your head anything that's on your head they ask you to take it off or you can't come in yet they wear it is that called hypocrisy because they don't want you to hide your thoughts from the Creator. Do you see how in-depth, ladies and gentlemen, it's going and how hypocritical it's going? I can go on and on about this. Do you know what this ponytail is, ladies and gentlemen? Do you know what it is? It's what the male witches wear. What is it called? A warlock. What does warlock mean? It means warfare, warring, warship, worship. The continuation of the evidence with the words supports the bureaucracy and the mechanisms that they are using. I have shown you an opening into their world. 
It's up to you not to tolerate these things. It's an absurdity to think such a thing can happen. Now let me go on to the cape or the robe that they wear. Give me a few seconds to put it on. This, ladies and gentlemen, is the morning robe. The morning robe is to show respect for the dead. Because when they bring you into court, or when the government's right to you, or the county coroner has a record of you in all capitals, means you're dead. And they call you as dead people. And hence, when they ask you to all rise, and how many times have you seen that in voodoo shows? How many times have you seen that in James Bond? When they tap with a sword on the gravestone and say, all rise. How many times have you seen that happening with sirs and lords when the queen taps them on their shoulder, giving them life? It's necromancy, ladies and gentlemen. Rituals of the dead. This is purple. And they wear a purple scarf on times of Lent and Advent once again telling you it's a religious ritual, a rite, R-I-T-E. And it's there to signify sorrow and suffering. You're there to suffer and show sorrow. For what, ladies and gentlemen? I don't know. The white is to show purity full stop so it casts no shadows but it's only a sliver nothing else everything else is an open advertisement that they are speaking to the dead you don't need to tolerate it you know that you're a man and woman and that you know your flesh and blood once you've understood this all of this garbage don't mean nothing. When you go into hospital next time, tell the nurses and the doctors not to ever write your name in all capitals because you're not dead. Okay? You understand the significance of what I have said. You're there to be safe and protected and not to be treated as dead people. The time and the days of these rites have long gone thanks to David Way Miller. And it is the general public's ignorance that keeps it going. Ignorance that was engineered into you. Because that's how they make their living. All parasites cannot make a living by themselves. Because they have no life outside of their host. Thank you very much for listening to me, folks. And I'm so sorry it was so somber and so straightforward. But these are the facts that is standing right before you. Do some rudimentary searches and you'll be qualifying yourself like very few people on this planet ever bothered to do. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. See y'all. I told y'all fam. I told y'all fam. That all this stuff these people putting up in front of us is illusion. And as much as we falling through this illusion, we making the illusion come to reality. That's why I put all this stuff up. 
That's why the most sides open up all y'all eyes. Y'all playing. I ain't playing. I'm dead ass. I don't understand, man. You know, you get, that's a strong nugget to investigate, yo. You know, why are we, why are these, see, they got to keep us down in a low state, man. They got to keep our brothers locked up and all them. And like my man said, they ain't nothing but parasites. And that's what parasites do. Make an illusion. Come on, fam. We got to get out of this colonialism, white supremacy, and KKK, and the Jewish community. We got to get out of that, man. All this stuff is an illusion that we've been set up. See, what they, like I said, what they did when they brought our forefathers over here, right? We already, they already had the information, knowledge, they knew who they was and all that. So, after generation and generation, when they go to the third generation or fourth generation, then they throw everything from the fourth generation on up. They're gonna throw in the garbage and keep the fourth generation on down, and then they and then re, and relearn them and, re, and retake and taught. And then that's when they put the fear in the women, so the women can be all protected over the boys, so they won't see their children dying and stuff like that. You know. Colonialism, white supremacy, KKK, and the Jewish people community—they—they they, and, and, and and the Lutheran churches, the churches too, man. All this, all this, this is rammed in the illusion of what these churches doing, right? First of all, to keep us from guessing if there's a a creator in this world. They got a some. I don't believe it. Some people do believe it. Some people. Halfway believe it. And you know what I'm saying? But they putting all these illusions out here to eat off. And we feed, they, we feeding them while they sitting up here tearing up and killing us off the street, man. Giving us this poison. Giving us all these shots and new vaccines and stuff like that. What's going on with this, fam? What's really going on? You know, I put all this information out here, and it's the new year, man. This the new year, and everything is coming to everything is coming to the top. Was hid in the dark, will rise to the top. What goes around must come around. Those the natures of the world. That you can't even beat that all. But we, we as black men and black women, Latino men and Latino women, Native African, Native Native women and Native Native men, we have to be ashamed of ourselves. These people outwitting us, and you know, we fighting amongst each other. We fighting amongst each other, y'all. And we our own nation, and they doing, and they they killing us inside and outside. Yo, we got to get our thinking hats on, bro. We need to take, because, and, and, and the thing of it, half of y'all, half of y'all, y'all don't realize that y'all idolizing sports, football, basketball, and baseball, all that. That's idolatry. 
Man, I seen so many people get mad at the game. One dude threw another dude off a bridge, damn near, man. Off a game. And, I, and I'm seeing this stuff. When somebody brought this to my attention, I was like, yeah. Worshipping football, worshipping basketball, baseball, and all these other sport activities, just worshipping them. I'm a fan. What you think a fan is fanatic? And he's fanatic is worshiping the NFL, the NBA, basketball, football, track, boxing, and all these. It can't be a sit back and entertain. Hey, you did a good job. These dudes and want to get mad, upset, tight, kill a bustle, want to do whatever. Don't let them sports, football, baseball, basketball, and whatever, etc. Allow you to, you the God, you know, you the gods of that. You, you worshiping that. I hope you didn't get caught worshiping that. Because that's what most of y'all doing. Worshiping that. Oh, and welcome again, ladies and gentlemen. Do you remember I said, do not call yourself black. Do not call yourself Black Lives Matter. Because what does black mean in terms of law? It means that you have no standing in law. If you call yourself a black woman or a black man, all you're saying is that you have no standing in law. What does that mean and why does it why does it appeal that way? Because black is just a cultural thing. It's not pertaining to law. As long as those people that want to keep you in servitude get you repeating in song, in poetry, on tick boxes, like for example on the forms that you fill out, when you tick that box black, you are self-declaring, self-declaring that you have no standing in law. You see, the, the pernicious way that these organizations and governments and etc. work and the banking infrastructure is to give you something that is of no benefit to you, just like the pharmaceutical industry, makers of potions and poisons. Hello and welcome. See y'all. So now the trick hat is now they're talking about the law. You know culture thing doesn't have nothing to do with the law. So anything that got to do with the law that says black is uh, is non is non void. You know, we uh, we see now when we go into the courtroom and they say what our nationality is, we can't say black. These are the semantics that they be playing on us y'all. And this is law. You got. We have to understand how uh, they already got twelve moves in front of us, and they use us as a, a skim scam. They don't call us black niggas and all that, and embed that in our heads, right? And then when we going through slavery, they go on their trick hat and, and make law whatever things is black, or they say they black, they non-violent. I mean, they they is not. You know, they they don't. It, it's nothing. It's air. You know what I'm saying? They say black, black, it, the definition of black in law terminology is nothing. 
unvaluable. Doo-doo. You know what I'm saying? This is what they doing. And we got to understand what they're going through and get the mindset, fam. People don't want to hear, people don't want to see this. People don't want to hear this, man. I don't understand that. We love the white man so much that now I'm just going to say we love colonialism, white supremacy, and KKK and the Jewish community so much we don't even want to wise up. The rip is over, I told you. You know, I call myself the watchman over all y'all, man. I'm going I'm to I'm put it out there for you. You can either take it or leave it alone. But I'll put it out there for you so you can at least know about it. Or if something perked up, you have some kind of idea of what it, I'm talking about. Or what is going on. So we need to stop self-inflicting ourselves when other people out here in, 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 in realness, humbleness, and, and loving giving y'all different information to go out there. You see out there what's going on out of state? You see the games that they playing out of state? That's why y'all got to be prepared too out of state. You know, everybody playing these games, everybody doing all this, but what? Now everything in this rival. People is out here coming out here throwing all this real stuff because it's an opportunity to do it because it never was an opportunity to feed the world what's really going on. Now the most high opening up all these internet and all these things to, to allow the people to realize what's going on, that you got a fake, a fake society around your eyes that you need to pull from the tape. But are we gonna be so much? in it and still stay at the table. I guess some of them that they're making all that money and thinking that at some, but at the end of the day, that money do do pay. It don't mean nothing. All it means is that you are in solitude and they got you by the balls. Every time, if you got a whole bunch of money in the bank, they got you by the balls. And when you don't have no money, they got you by the balls. So, I know more people who live off work, life freely, and and off the grid and all that, didn't need no money. They just went on survival mode. Lived off the land. Tell them I'm a man, and I will tell you what you are. But you don't ever tell me that I'm black, white, or any one of these things. Because even if you put white, do you know what it will do? It will say you're a North African. And if you're North African or a European, you can't be American, can you? Why do you think they put it? And then to seal that doom, seal that piece of paper, that program into your head, they now say to you, you can now submit your form. If I said to you, submit, you, John, out there, submit, you, Tracy, out there, submit, Submit to me. What are you going to say to me? You're going to pick up a bat and you're going to come out fighting. Believe it or not, in fact, it should now be very obvious, all of you are sleepwalking. My job and these two people's job is to get you out of the mirror that they put you in and into the real world. 
Yeah, there's a scene with the adrenochrome symbol. I'm not sure if everybody knows what that is. It's the uh, the shine, what they refer to later in the movie, is, is the life force uh, power that they take from us. And um, I just think that's hidden in plain sight when he's going over on the tricycle. It's, it's something that happens in our world, but we don't see. Now that we know there was a civilization about 150 years ago, the countries, as it were, the land masses, carried the names as a forename, like Tara, Terrestrial, Tara Australis. It carried those names to say, this is the civilization that was, that was once. What lengths would you go to if you was able to destroy the men and women that offered that conduit, that, that were the creators of Tara Australis, the men and women that allowed the cooperative society to take place and flourish, the creators of Bitcoin. What lengths would the Olympians, the creators of fiat currency, go to destroy the existence of the titans, as it were, in your mind, to finally put it to sleep, that there is ever gold or silver for you to touch upon, because that was titan money those days. Because when you had that money, the banks didn't have it. That nugget of gold was in your possession, not in the banks. So to steal from you, they created bonds and then gave you the bond on the back of that gold. And then they began to print even more bonds on the back of the same gold. And fiat currency was born. What would you do? What would you do to prepare, just like Nelson Mandela, just like John F. Kennedy, just like Gandhi, what would you do? What theater show would you come up or create to be able to rob the existence of these things from your psyche? That there is another world out there, that there is another medium of currency, of money. What would you do to seal the doom of Titan money? Gold, silver, copper, trust, faith. I would build a gigantic ship and I would sink it. And that ship would be called the Titanic. And it'll be done by the British, because that's what it was. It was a British ship. And in doing so, one year later, I would give birth to fiat currency, the beginning of what is known as the Federal Reserve Act. They've essentially killed off in your mind the existence of titanic conduits, titanic money, gold, silver, and etc., and then bring in the fiat entry promissory notes that has now virtually collapsed their own systems. Because as you now know, they're zombie corporations and the Olympians are zombies. What they are, zombies. Your governments, ladies and gentlemen, is a non-existent, it's an oxymoron. It is your bureaucrats that run the world. The reason why, by the way, the word bureaucrat just simply means something that sits on top of a government. In other words, it is they that run the world. The governments, like MPs, Parliament, have got nothing to do with anything. Their job is to try to sit in between the man and the bureaucrat. 
Because if he was able to touch the bureaucrat himself, what they call permanent secretaries, permanent secretaries is what they call them in this country, you can give them orders as to how you want them to conduct your affairs on their behalf because that's what they paid for. So they put a... As you know, we're now in the corona period and mortgages are actually have come to an end just as the debt collecting agencies. Well, first of all, Previously, they used to use dummy corporations and shell companies perpetrating themselves as being debt collecting agencies coming from various solicitors' offices, etc. Now, since the corona period, i.e. coming out of lockdown, what is happening? These so-called debt collecting agencies, they're actually using the names of companies and when you can check that in company's house, irrespective of which country you're in, they're using those companies that have been dissolved, dissolved like six, seven months ago, a year ago, two years ago, and they're still using their names and their uniforms to knock on people's doors for parking tickets, uh, PNCs, and all of these other funny names that they come up with fines. These are also credit card debts and so on and so forth all the whole thing has come to an end how hard will these people ever work to hide their lies if you knew ladies and gentlemen in law that black means that you have no standing in law that you cannot ever write an autograph not even make a signature that if they knew this if you knew this as a bar attorney how hard would you work to hide the at information that if you ever use the word black in front of your name as in black man that you lose all standing in law subconsciously you are being programmed because that's what the word black means it means you have no standing how many campaigns are there out there ladies and gentlemen black lives matter as i have said to you before black lives do not matter because black has no standing. Get rid of the poison prefix. Get rid of it now. Tell them I'm a... See y'all, uh, I hope y'all do y'all research about that information, man. I, I, he said it all. I just want y'all to just let that be a punch in the stomach, man. Let that be a punch in the stomach. Because if something hit you in your stomach, you know how it is. You know how it is. It's on the bottom of our website, on the front page, look up church lands, lost and dead at sea, parish councils. It's an interesting word. Because parish with an A is exactly the same as parish with an E. Dead people. What do you think a church is? Go into a church. It's a Noah's Ark. Upside down. Signifying to your subconscious mind that knows about these things. Because it's a higher processing unit of your neural network.
telling it openly that Noah's Ark capsized and the souls in it were dead. That's what it means. It's a play on the vowels, which are the basis of all languages, A-U-I-U, in Latin. It's on the How hard will these people ever work to hide their lies? If you knew, ladies and gentlemen, in law, that black means that you have no standing in law, that you cannot ever write an autograph, not even make a signature, that if they knew this, if you knew this as a bar attorney, how hard would you work to hide the at information that if you ever use the word black in front of your name, as in black man, that you lose all standing in law. Subconsciously, you are being programmed because that's what the word black means. It means you have no standing. How many campaigns are there out there, ladies and gentlemen? Black lives matter. As I have said to you before, black lives do not matter because black has no standing. Get rid of the poison prefix. Get rid of it now. Tell them I'm not. Killing the world, I stay tuned to the famous podcast. It's the hottest message out there. When I'm home, killing, I'm always tuned in to fame. He has the hottest podcast out there. Oh, yes, very informative. When I'm home, chillin', I'm always tuned in to Fade. He has the hottest podcast out here. When I'm home, chillin' the world, I stay tuned to the Fade podcast. It's the hottest message out there. Yeah, I'm 
Job what you making a new car what you pay for it All they need to know is you worked hard and you slave for it All that dry hating I swear ain't even called for They sizing up your blessings Like y'all don't serve the same Lord But I say fuck them Don't tell them nothing Let them be happy cause they think you busted And now you're struggling I don't care if it's your mama or father Your sister or your brother Or his dumb ass baby mama Fuck that drama if they ain't on what you want Cause you're from the ones That ain't cheering you on And say fuck them, then fuck it Don't let them bring you down I mean for nothing But if they try, it's probably just a Cut ties, cut ties, cut ties, cut ties Put up mm, It's probably best to cut ties Cut ties, cut ties, cut ties Put up Well some true to them jokes, don't let them shit on your dreams. They don't come to support, they dare to peep out the scene. When they speak on what you do, they gotta break down how you did it. Shit ridiculous, you gon' learn to keep some folks about your business. It's your right to live the type of life you live. If they don't like it, get them out of here. That's how we gotta be to keep your sanity. Protect your energy at all costs. Put they moving funny, cut they ass on. Sometimes you gotta say fuck them if they ain't on what you want. Cause you're from the ones that ain't cheering you on. And say fuck them, then fuck it. Don't let them bring you down. I mean for nothing. But if they try, it's probably best to cut ties. Cut ties, cut ties, cut ties. With them. Mm, it's probably best to cut ties. Hey, look, if your people ain't supporting you, mm -hmm. cut ties. Cut yeah. If they ain't cheering you on, man, and supporting what you're doing, That's right. it's time to cut ties. Cut ties. It's a new me, yes, sir. it's a new year, yeah. and you tell them. Yeah. If they ain't on what you want, right? Yeah. Then get the fuck out your face, yeah, right? Because right. right now, we cutting ties. Cut ties. Yeah. 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 Yeah.